0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Teen Whisper Show, a podcast for podcasters. This podcast will teach you about content creation, marketing, guest collaboration and how you can build a full-on business through podcasting. Now let's go to our host, Jeffrey Bupathy.
1: So welcome to the show, uh, Dilip and Pooja. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. And guys, these guys have a podcast which reached like more than two uh, lakh listeners, and they have a podcast for cooking shows. Like they tell uh, stuff and it was really weird because I always wondered like even when I see and cook something my kitchen, will whole kitchen will burn but these guys are doing a podcast <laughs> it, so it's really interesting and intriguing out of that so please tell a little bit about yourself and your podcasting area so far. Okay, so,
2: so I think let I'll let Pooja start because uh, you know the taste of India is uh, her baby as in <laughs> she's the one who's been managing it uh, so I think it is better if she kind of takes us through uh, the journey on the Taste of India.
3: Hey, Jeffrey. It's really nice to be here on the show. Uh, so let me start. Uh, actually, the Taste of India, is, uh, we started this uh, you know blogging, this platform basically from uh, in the year of 2008. So since then, uh, we started this uh, doing a blogging. And I think this podcast journey we started uh, in the year of uh, two thousand and fifteen. Right. So uh, you know, since my uh, better half is a big foodie, I must say. So obviously, uh, uh, I have to start this. I you know blog. Uh, but the actual reason behind this was that, like, uh, I had to leave my nine to five job. So that is when uh, we decided to go for this blogging. Actually. Right. Right and uh, this podcast if I tell you uh, the reason behind uh, this why we started this podcast in fact cooking podcast recipe podcast because uh, we thought this is uh, a good option uh, for those who uh, you know who is not able to contribute time uh, you know watching videos and then cooking so we thought uh, it's better to start uh, you know give something new to the audience that's right so, so um,
2: actually you know just to just to give you a background as in i have been into the internet uh, space since 2002 okay so that's uh, that's when as in, i am an affiliate marketer and a blogger so uh, i build niche affiliate marketing websites uh, you know maybe four five six page websites which basically targets a specific niche and promotes affiliate marketing so in 2008 Uh, she was working with an insurance company and in 2008 uh, after our baby uh, she couldn't join back because she had to take care of the baby and that's where this uh, you know what do I do now Uh, question came and uh, it was a casual conversation because she liked cooking and uh, when she was speaking to me I just told her okay if that is the case then start a recipe blog and she you know, was interested. So I knew the technical know-how of it. So we started the Taste of India 2008. And it was going fine. We were looking at different ways to drive traffic to the blog. And uh, I had started podcasting in uh, 2012. So that was when I had an affiliate marketing podcast, which I I had run for almost about two to three years. So you know, uh, what, as in we were just uh, watching a, uh, actually a movie. Uh, it, it was a movie starring Amitabh Bachchan. And yeah. uh, in that movie, there is a scene where, uh, you know, he uh, plays the radio. And on the radio, there is a cooking show. As in, so they're teaching how to uh, cook. And uh, while, as in it's basically, I think it was making omelette or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. Actually, there is an actress uh, right. who... Uh, By mistake.
2: While he was cooking, there is this actress who is behind the scene. What she does is she keeps changing the channel from Mm -hmm. the recipe uh, uh, radio channel to a yoga yoga channel. So (laughs) when we were watching that movie, all of a sudden it stuck. And, you know, she often, when she's used to cook in the kitchen, she would say that watching uh, video and cooking together doesn't work. So what she would do is she would often uh, plug in the earphone listen to it and uh, make recipes so that's when it kind of stuck I as in the conversation started saying why don't we start a podcast on uh, the taste of India that is where that idea came in and then the taste of India podcast started
3: yeah
1: <laughs> wow wow that's awesome I guess I guess you know I do believe that you know movies sometimes can be magical uh, I mostly believe in romantical movies because of my age so bobby, <laughs> but it's really Uh, This really is uh, something great. So jumping on before jumping on to the uh, marketing aspects and all of that stuff, I would just want to ask because the Valentine's Day is also coming on because this question must be something that really should be asked. How to become a power couple like you? Like this couple goals that you made, like it's not easy. I mean, like people do post a lot of stuff on Instagram. Like, you know, just click a selfie or whatever it is. But my, uh, you know, sort of favorite couple goal is, you know, starting a business together and all of that stuff. So how to make this happen? I mean, like I had the story, but there should be some something that should be there now how to make this happen
2: so see it's uh, i would say it is how you uh, your as in how your frequencies match yeah so a lot of times it might not always match but then what you need to do is you need to identify what are those common areas uh, you know of interest then whatever is not the common area between the two of you you will have to share those as those things between the two of you. For example, you know, I might be somebody who's extremely who likes technical stuff, but she is not somebody who's technical at all. So in that case, you know, it is the between the two of us, we need to identify what are those things that we have in common. For example, we like uh, talking, yeah. or we like conversing about uh, you know, stuff, history, all of those things. So that's something in common. So when that happens, we say, okay, this is an area of interest, but if I am to put that into perspective and uh, build a business maybe around that theme, which is a common theme, how do we go about doing it? Now in that, there'll be some things that I might be, you know, I might like to do, I I can do, and there are some things that she might be able to do. We then distribute the work between the two of us, and then we can go ahead and do it. And... Uh, You know, to your question on how, as in how as a couple you can start uh, a a business, that requires a lot of time. Uh, You need to spend a lot of time together talking to each other and, uh, you know, sharing because there will be a lot of, uh, there are in fact, between the two of us, there there were a lot of uh, moments or a lot of times when we were extremely disappointed, uh, you were down. You know, it is important that you talk to each other. You you match each other. If you're not able to do that, then the two of you are pulling on two in in two different directions, and it just just, does, just doesn't work.
1: Wow, wow, that's great. I'll be showing, I'll be trying to promote this in the Valentine's Day. So I think <laughs> this is, this will be a good clip to promote on that. So jumping on to the marketing aspects, um, so what are the first steps that you took while promoting the show? Because like you said, it's a new niche because, you know, uh, listening to cooking and doing all of that, uh, people love to do that. But what are your first steps, like something you did different from other people you already did? The first
3: step, I guess it was the email marketing, right? Uh, that is how we started uh, promoting our uh, uh, podcast, basically.
2: Right. So... Uh, you know, just to expand on what what Pooja just said, so we had a blog that we had started uh, in 2008. So from 2008 till 2015, uh, the blog was doing well, and you know we had faced some issues with the blog, as in primarily from a you know a website uh, hosting and all of those problems. But what was what we didn't lose is that we had an email list that we had built using the blog. Yeah. So, the email list had uh, about four and a half, five thousand people on the list. And what we initially did is, and when we had uh, planned to start the podcast, so what the two of us did is that, uh, you know, we had this idea. So, she reached out to her uh, circle, her friends, uh, relatives, acquaintances, and I did the same at my end. We did a, uh, a small, I, I wouldn't call it a, a formal survey, but then we checked with people on how interested they would be to listen to a podcast or an audio on, on on recipes so we got good response from them and that's where we put the entire idea in into uh, perspective and then when the podcast was launched uh, and you know i had gone through this entire how to get your podcast in the new and noteworthy and all of those things because there was a lot of tips around that in in uh, 2000 Uh, you know, 15, 16. So what we did is we produced about four episodes together, as in we batch produced it, and we released all of those those four episodes. And then she reached out to her circle, I reached out to my circle, we sent across an email to get the first audience in. So, you know, the first couple of episodes, that's where we got the audience. And when we got the audience, what we, all that we did is we went, reached out to them and, uh, you know, asked them to... uh, help us as in let others know about this podcast so that, that was where that initial kick came in uh, in terms of the promotion and then after that i think um, the regular promotional methods is something that we've employed over the the last uh, few years as the 3 4 years and that's how uh, it's worked
1: yeah Hmm, nice uh just curious uh any competition that you had because obviously a household when uh you know i'm not being trying to be anything but you know when they do that obviously uh someone who is in the neighborhood be saying like look at her she's doing so much probably we should do that so any competition you had because i'm really interested knowing how do you overcome about all this i mean like having a big email list is great you have a great conversion rate so that you know people listen to all of that stuff any competition that you had that you have to make sure that you are you know overcoming it anything that you did see in
2: in terms of competition i would say we are lucky because uh i till now i haven't seen any, any uh,
3: recipe uh podcast basically
2: correct recipe podcast i mean and...
3: specifically uh where you know uh, you have to tell about the recipe exactly the ingredients and methods and all Stuff.
2: at least in from an Indian market perspective now yeah. there were a couple of uh, podcasts which is in the the US market, US market which yeah. is something that we had actually and they were video podcasts finally that that was available on iTunes Apple uh, podcast now so uh, we had gone through that then but otherwise there wasn't a lot of competition but you know overall if you look at it from a food blogging perspective there in fact is a lot of uh, competition there and it's, it's a very competitive niche so uh, you know we were thinking that maybe uh, podcasting once we start up we'll also see a lot of people coming in but maybe because of the you know the entire idea of audio as in not as an it, it wasn't widely accepted by people and there weren't a lot of people who were uh, looking at creating audio content maybe that's why we were a little lucky uh, and hence we did not have a lot of competition
1: Nice, nice. You know, uh, looking at your Instagram and when you mentioned that the Taste of India podcast reached around like, you know, two lakhs listens, this is something that is really kind of contradicting. So for a podcast which reached around like two lakhs listens and all of that, I thought the Instagram account, you know, probably should have like more than 10,000 followers or 20,000 followers, just just an, an idea that I'm having. But uh, yours is really d- dense. I mean, like you have a limited number of posts, still a lot of followers, you know, that ratio is really high. I mean, how do you connect with those audience? Is it through any still emails or still the blog comments or how do you connect them? Well, as uh, podcast is the major stuff, how do you connect your audience to that? Yeah, it's
3: email and uh, obviously uh, like uh, uh, comments, uh, especially because uh, uh, we get comments on the blog. So that is the main thing I think
2: right and to to your point on uh, so I'll, I'll tell, uh, tell you how uh, we have marketed uh, on as in the podcast on social media so you know we weren't really uh, focused on promoting the podcast per se on uh, any of the social media uh, platforms so we were doing it but uh, what we were in fact doing is was promoting the taste of India as a brand yeah we we weren't specifically promoting podcasts
3: actually our motive was to you know uh, like uh, to get audience uh, to our website basically right so, so
2: drive drive the traffic to our website so that is how my entire marketing strategies work and so far as instagram is concerned instagram as in we have we haven't been very active until about a couple of years, couple ago, of years. Right? yeah i think one and a half years is when we have started Uh, as in we've gotten into Instagram a little uh, as in uh, seriously but otherwise uh, how we engage with our audience it's primarily through our email list and our email and uh, you know for us the email list that we have is our biggest uh, asset which is what helps us in getting repeat listens Uh, and you know to some extent the, the blog as well because uh, we keep promoting the blog blog posts on Facebook. We are on as we are doing that on uh, you know Twitter. We have that on Instagram yeah. and Pinterest yeah, is our is biggest traffic source because uh, Pinterest is where we've been continuously focusing on, and that is the biggest traffic source. So followed by search engine uh, you know uh, SERPs. So uh, these two are the organic traffic that, that is driven to the uh, to the blog. Yeah. And on the blog, we have the podcast. So naturally, the the podcast listens goes up. And that's how we've been engaging with our audience as well.
1: Cool, cool. Uh, I'll definitely come back to the website and the Pinterest stuff. I want to ask more about it. But before that, uh, Pooja, this question is specifically for you. So you mentioned this recipe cooking. Uh, It's actually my first time. I am not too much into cooking, but of course in eating. But if in case, (laughs) if someone is so interested uh, in starting their own recipe cooking, uh, it it doesn't have to be a podcast, maybe a YouTube channel, or it can be anything. Um, what are the first steps that they have to take to build that uh, particular, like, you know, uh, the way that brand that you have created and all of that sort of stuff. Any tips on that? Uh, I,
3: exactly. I didn't understand what...
1: Uh... Yeah. So probably to start a recipe cooking show, okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be a podcast. It can be a YouTube channel or a blog, which you're mentioning. So what should people do in the first steps to do? Uh, first
3: of all, you know, to start a blog or a podcast or a YouTube channel. First of all, one should have, a, uh, have an interest, you know? Uh, like if you have an interest in something, then only you can uh, start uh, these kind of blog. In fact, uh, obviously food blog. So since I had uh, interest in cooking, and in fact, uh, cooking was an experiment for me. So I, I love, you know, to uh, uh, make a particular uh, recipe in, uh, in, very, in many different ways. So I believe that to start a blog or a YouTube channel or anything like that, one should have an interest.
1: Great. Uh, just want to make a comment. Please don't take it seriously. And who was the person who experimented uh, with all of that stuff? <laughs> Someone must have gone through that.
2: Yeah, for, for, no, for all the
3: food experiments, all the food experiments,
2: I am the, the guinea pig. <laughs>
1: Well, all men should give a thumbs up in the comments you know you send a message on instagram after listening to this definitely uh, uh, but just curious i want to you know go deep on what is actually this recipe cooking uh this concept of recipe cooking or uh, what is actually that uh, I don't... so uh what what, it... what is recipe cooking yeah like what does it mean uh, i'm just trying to ask
3: recipe cooking means like uh, uh you mean to say podcast uh, what we do?
1: No, no, like, uh, what do you do in recipe cooking? Okay. What's the... In that, basically,
3: what I do is, like, uh, uh, just to give a precise, uh, you know, uh, I, I cook food, like, in daily, uh, day-to-day life, whatever I cook, right? So, I, uh, you know, take a picture of it. And, uh, obviously, I have to write exactly how I made it uh, from the measure, measurement to uh, how exactly I cook that uh, particular recipe. And obviously I talk about uh, the detail uh, you know, of that recipe, like uh, from where this recipe belongs. Uh, let's, let's suppose uh, 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 just, uh, I think last week I posted a recipe uh, called Litti Chokha, uh, which is very famous in Bihar. So uh, obviously I elaborate there that how this recipe, uh, from where this recipe came from. And uh, so that is uh, what I do. You know
2: uh, like in that blog post yeah it, it's it's essentially you know audio as in uh you you normally see people making food different kind of recipes on youtube so this is audio, audio where uh, we only we only create an audio version we talk people through uh, the entire uh, cooking journey Process. saying what are the ingredients that are there what are the uh, steps involved how to go about every step to cook that recipe and you know things that they need to know about that specific recipe, and um, as in things around that that uh, I mean, that specific recipe.
3: And in how fact, uh, you know, in cooking podcast, basically what we do is like uh, just to you know keep it more interesting. Uh, we uh, talk about different kind of stories or some facts or you know some parenting tips. So you know that is how you uh, get your audience uh, you know engaged more engaged. So those who are, who likes recipe, they can uh, listen to the podcast. Those who are interested in stories, they
1: can, uh, you know, uh, listen to the podcast. Wow, that's great. I guess you can connect to large wider audience than just uh, cook- people who are just cooking. That's great. So what are your demographic? You said you are, you just created a dish from Bihar, like something related to Bihar. So you said you are just uh, targeting the people from North or just South, south or experimentation in a sense, like all area <all laughs> around the world just curious
3: nothing specific like that because you know the taste of india like it's obviously uh like from all around you know like bihar south india north india east india so uh in my blog basically uh, like it's all about uh, different kind of recipes from all around india and
2: it all it's all recipes. vegetarian
3: recipes so. and
2: just to give you a perspective so you know uh, she's basically from north india okay and uh, you know, is she, from... she's from Bihar and I'm from South India but I've been brought, born and brought up in North India so uh, you know since as in uh, after marriage she's been exposed to a lot of South Indian dishes and uh, that way as in sh- today she has exposure to mostly all North Indian dishes pretty much every South Indian dishes as in that covers all part of South India so Overall, you know, and that's the concept behind that, as in that name as well. You know, when we uh, registered the domain, the tastes of India, and when we put together the intro. So if you listen to the intro, you will realize that in the intro, we say that we are uh, connecting every part of India through food and uh, some of the interesting stories that we talk about. So uh, that is the, the concept of the podcast. So, we, we cover every in, type of Indian food from different regions, uh, but only vegetarian food.
3: And I think, you know, food is something, you know, is the best thing to connect with somebody.
0: <laughs> be <sure>. from anywhere
3: <laughs> you are, uh, that is something you can connect really easily. So, that is how our journey started <laughs> with this food blog and food podcast.
1: Well, that's nice because I can totally relate to that because uh, I, I have uh, uh, my co-founder. She is from North India. Okay. So she what she always does is that whenever she's actually hungry and she's eating something she, she doesn't like, she watches very food blo- food blocks. <laughs> she watches that and eat thinking that that's the food that's in the plate. <laughs> and she <leaves> the plate. <laughs> so possibly I can exactly agree that, you know, food something. I mean, like she has, she, I don't know why she loves Pakistani food. She loves Italian food. She just loves everything. Whatever she loves, she just watches and she eat it. I mean, it's so, yeah, I guess uh, I can agree, agree on that. So uh, Dilip, coming to the points that we have mentioned, like about the Pinterest marketing, which you said, like, that's the important uh, strategy, like the organic growth. Uh, can you celebrate a little bit on that?
2: So, uh, say Pinterest, uh, for us, has been the largest source, as in, it was the largest source of traffic until about uh, a year back. But now, across the last one year, search engine has kind of taken over from Pinterest. But having said that, so Pinterest, uh, not a lot of people are use Pinterest for marketing. But the fact is that uh, Pinterest is, is I, I, it is usually considered as a social media. But uh, the fact is that Pinterest is not a social media. In fact, it is a kind of a search engine. It's a kind of an image search engine. So... What we we've, we've done is, and uh, you know, when we were uh, looking at promotional strategies, what we found was that for anything that uh, had a good image, it is easier for you to promote it on Pinterest. And we found that there were a lot of people, uh, specifically from fashion, uh, from the fashion industry, from food blogging industry, who were, as in, uh, clicking pictures, who's, uh, because anyways we had to click pictures. And for a food blog, we would, uh, you know, click almost about five to six different pictures of the food, and you know there is a lot of uh, editing and all that goes into the into the photographs as well. So you know what we felt is that when uh, food photographs can generate that amount of traffic, or any photograph can generate that amount of traffic, and we if we aren't using that, as in we have already put in that effort, if we are you aren't using that effort that we put in to generate traffic to our website and I think we are we are uh, doing a grave injustice to us. so that's where we started looking at how Pinterest marketing works and we found that uh, you know uh, the, the photographs that we were posting there could get good traction we could get uh, traffic to the uh, to the blog. So we started developing on uh, you know whatever we could learn in terms of Pinterest marketing. And uh, then we, we started using Pinterest uh, for driving traffic. So, you know, uh, what, what I think is that Pinterest isn't something that is being used a lot by a lot of people, but it can be an extremely good traffic source if you understand how to do it.
3: Yeah, because Pinterest is something, you know, is a it's really a good source of uh, traffic.
2: And uh, she spends almost, uh, almost four to five hours. Sorry. Yeah, I mean... To do Pinterest? Four to five hours, yeah. Only on only in terms of promoting as in Pinterest, on Pinterest. And that's why I said, as in we haven't been concentrating a lot on Instagram. Instagram. And because there are some challenges in terms of, uh, you know, the, the options available on Instagram, which is not something that is there on Pinterest. So we found Pinterest to be a mo- little more fluent uh, in terms of promoting our, our content. And that's why uh, we've been concentrating on Pinterest.
0: so sorry for the interruption i'd just like you to know that if you're a brand or an individual who requires micro content creation services or you want someone to repurpose your content in an effective way then jeffrey's here to help you now enjoy the rest of your episode
1: Yeah, I can agree because uh, when I was using Pinterest, like even though I was just pinning the, you know, post and all of that, creating some boards, I didn't create something. I just pinned all of that. And I was having like monthly views of thousand and all of that. i mean, like, how can I have monthly views of thousand? So Possibly, it's not my content. Still, people are coming into my profile, my boards, and they are checking it out right. and saving it, how it works and all. And everyone is clicking pictures of their food nowadays. I mean, like, if you go to a restaurant, just to make sure that other person's <laughs> stomach is burning, they post, the, they take the pictures and post it on Instagram and, you know, do that. So I guess it's, it's become common. So, yeah, that's that's really interesting because I've never actually come across uh, Pinterest strategies for podcasting or, you know, the way to, uh, you know, do marketing strategies for that. So, yeah, that's that's really an interesting point. Uh, just one, one or two things before closing is that, uh, so website, which you mentioned, like you're driving all the traffic to your website. So anything that you're offering there or anything, your way of monetization, anything happening there, the main sole reason behind it.
2: Yeah. See, uh, our, our primary monetization happens on the blog itself. And that's why, hasn't we been running this business for this long because, uh, you know, our, the income that we are generating is primarily coming in from the, the blog itself. So, you know, when it comes to podcasting and blogging for us, it's, it's kind of an uh, intertwined strategy where we are using both to drive traffic to each other and to engage our audience. So on the blog, uh, what, what we have been doing is, uh, sometime back until about, uh, I think, two and a half years back, we had used a lot of Google AdSense on uh, the blog. Google AdSense was an income generation uh, method for us there. But then, uh, you know, the the conversions weren't great and the effort, uh, as in, it it, it wasn't converting at the rate that we wanted to. So we were doing affiliate marketing there then. But after that, what we did is, and it was kind of, uh, you know, intruding into the overall customer experience as well. As in even uh, some of our very close, uh, you know, relatives, friends came back and told us that, you know, at times those ads at some uh, awkward places, a kind of da- ruins that entire experience. So, what we did is we stopped the Google AdSense. Uh, we aren't using Google, Google AdSense anymore, but we primarily use uh, 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 affiliate marketing on the blog. And in terms of what we are offering, so, uh, you know, like what I said, our primary strategy today is uh, we drive people to our blog. We have free ebooks there, uh, kids' recipe ebook that we have. We have some other uh, cookbooks as well. Which we are offering for free in return for an email, so people subscribe and uh, then they go into an autoresponder where they get a series of uh, emails. And it's not just about food, but we are also promoting some uh, you know food blogging oh, as well. Yeah. So we have something free to offer in terms of food blogging guide as well there. So we then segment this audience and accordingly market to them using our autoresponder. Now on the blog we have we promote a lot of Amazon products. Uh, you know, we, we as part of the Amazon affiliate program, we promote a lot of Amazon products which are as in in line with the niche in terms of yeah,
3: related to food or
2: industry. Right. So, like for example, you know, when we are cooking something, if we, if there is a uh, you Department
3: know of oven, correct. So, uh, we just uh, yeah.
2: We'll promote a, a a specific oven on that post. Uh, and we also have written specific posts on, uh, you know, products, product individual reviews, products. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, we also product some of these, uh, promote some of these, uh, you know, other products like, for example, uh, keto books, you know, p- for people who are interested in low-carb dieting and all of that. So, there, there are a lot of affiliate links that are spread across these posts. There are some, you know, affiliate images that are there on the blog. So, these are uh, sources through which we actually make money and uh, for our repeated audience, to your question, if we offer anything on the blog, we offer some of these free cookbooks uh, so that we can capture the audience uh, into an email autoresponder and then uh, further market to them. And using that email as well, what do we do, we keep promoting some of these affiliate products on the email as well.
1: Wow, wow, that's that's really I, you know it just came as an eye opener, like everyone is like, you know, posting something like to attract the audience. They will be like email marketing is dead. And like SEO is dead and all of that stuff. I'm mean, like, it's not dead. It's just, you can't properly do it anymore. I guess probably that's the term that people are trying to coin without doing it. So this is a great example. Uh, just um, one question before going to the closing is that, so this is, I always ask to my guest, uh, but here there are two people. So I just have to reframe it according to that. Uh, okay. So who was, the, who was the last person that, um, how do I replace this? Okay. So I, I actually asked this like, who was the last person that you made smile today? That's the question I always ask. But probably there are two persons. So who made smile who? Last, before this interview.
2: Okay. Is it as in within the family, outside the family?
1: Uh, anything. Uh, within, between you two. So there are two people here. So between you two. Who made love who? I, I think were, you go first. Before this one. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah,
3: to him. Yeah, morning. Uh, I <laughs> I made him smile <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, that's
1: right. Wow. You're making him smile even now, so this also <laughs> counts. So <laughs> yeah, job done. Yeah, and
2: uh, oh, you know I think uh, uh, why we we compliment each other in those terms because you know whenever there is something tasty that comes to the table, there is an automatic <laughs> smile on my face. <laughs> so so that's that's that comes naturally for her. Uh, But I think uh, we made, uh, you know, our daughter smile today because, uh, you know, I think...
3: uh, Yeah, because uh, we are planning to, you know, uh, make pizza today. So that's too in our (laughs) new oven. So she is really excited to have pizza because uh, uh, afternoon, you know, uh, we prepared some dal rice, uh, which she was not really interested (laughs) to have. So we just uh, uh, told her that, you know, we are going to uh, make pizza. So yeah. She smiled on That's that, right. and that is how she had her food in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> wow! Well, is that the first experimentation of pizza, or is it like no, no, <laughs> is no, it no. done already? We prepared
3: before so we, also?
1: Right, it's and, there on the blog as well.
2: Yeah. So we've made uh, pizza uh, earlier. Uh, so we just thought, you know,
1: uh, weekend evening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So yeah. <laughs>
1: great 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 so thank you so much for coming on to the show uh before closing what do you want to give out to the audience that you know if people who want to start this sort of show show the, the show that you are kind of having uh what is the best tip that you want to give it to them to grow their podcast a show like this cooking show if they're having it what would be the best tip that you want to give them in order to grow uh
3: best tip i uh, think it's consistency so if you are uh, i believe that whatever you're starting uh, it's good to start. But you know, many I've seen people, you know, they're starting and just uh, going off. So I believe that uh, if you have started, if you have started something, you should be uh, consistent, you know, you should keep generating uh, uh, content, so that you know, your audience are stick to you.
2: That's right. And you <clears throat> see, as in uh, my my personal experience and uh, I think it, it's quite a lot of time that I've spent online uh, doing a lot of different digital marketing. And I think I've, I've tried pretty much everything in terms of digital marketing. Uh, something that I've seen is that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an easy, it's pretty easy for us to kind of get disappointed because we think that uh, results, we, we'll start seeing results immediately.
3: Yeah, from the first day you start Correct. something and you start thinking that, okay, today <laughs> we'll start making money. You know, while
2: we start everything uh, for passion, as in it, it my I'm pretty passionate about it, but you start everything, but at some point, what you uh, are expecting is something in return, which is monitors returns. And, you know, when that doesn't happen and when you don't see a lot of audience, for example, I'm, I'm talking about podcasts. When you don't see a lot of uh, audience uh, or a lot of listens happening, you all of a sudden get motivated saying, okay, nobody is listening. Uh, I don't have an audience. What is the point of doing it? But the problem there is that, you know, when we quickly jump to a conclusion saying that it is not working out for me, what we actually don't do is introspect on seeing if we are doing everything right. It is pretty easy for us to kind of come to a conclusion saying it is not working for me but what is important and this is this is uh, you know somebody starting off needs to ensure that they uh, as in they they have this in their mind saying that it is not going to happen overnight in a month maybe two months from now but you know that uh, that that last uh, that, that last hit that you are going to do maybe in the third month is when that uh, you know, uh, st- as in that that uh, uh, stone will fall and there will be an opening at the end of the tunnel. But what we tend to do is we tend to quit a little too early before, as in uh, waiting and seeing and evaluating if we are doing everything right in order to get what we are expecting in terms of return. So my only tip is, like what she said, consistency. Keep generating good content. Mm-hmm and
3: keep evaluating.
2: Don't look at the stats uh, just to see how many listens I'm getting. Instead, look at the stats to see if you are doing everything that you're supposed to do to get that stats up. So learn those things, learn the tricks of the trade, keep improvising on whatever it is that you're doing, promote it, promote it like mad and wait. Keep generating content, and you will see a point where, you know, uh, it's that last kick that uh, that you might do, and then uh, there there is, uh, you know, light at the end of the So that's that's something that I, I think you uh, know anybody who's starting off needs to understand, and it's very typical of the digital marketing world.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess I can agree on the point when you said that uh, when you see the stats and it's not uh, going up, it's not because it's not working out for you. No one's against you. No one's going to you know trash your entire stats. No one's going to do that. It's just you're not doing the things right. So yeah, at that point I guess uh, people really can uh, and should think of before you know quitting or you know uh, trying to do some other stuff and dropping everything off. So it's been really great. Uh, is there anything else you want to ask me? Because it's the final episode of season five. Uh, like Dilip once said, uh, you're the showstopper. I, I don't know what to <laughs> mention, he mentioned like that. So any questions that you have for me, anything uh, you can ask?
2: No, nothing. I think, uh, you know, it, it was a very interesting conversation.
0: Yeah,
2: and, it, was, it was really great talking to you. Right. And, uh, you know, while uh, we connected uh, to, to each other, as in me and you, Uh, through the podcasting university which is my podcast yeah (laughs) uh, which which typically is is in the podcasting niche itself but you know it was Mm -hmm. interesting see and that's how you know conversations kind of one conversation uh, leads you to the other and we are talking about the tastes of india podcast today so (laughs) it's interesting it's nice Uh, so it was a really good conversation and this is as in uh, is this usually a a video podcast or are you uh, Mm -hmm. do you do it as an audio podcast itself
1: yeah, so I actually kind of uh, put audios on you know many platforms. I don't upload the video on YouTube because it's really big task editing the entire one. But I do create some small chunks of content and uh, put it down on Instagram, LinkedIn, all social medias because uh, I'm a micro content creator. So I have a team behind it. But mostly for my podcast, I do all the stuff. Uh, I just love, you know, listening to it again, creating the chunks because people can listen to it, the small chunks exactly. when other than, you know, the entire big content. So that's how I possibly do it. So yes. yeah, it will be on Instagram, social media, social media. I hope that's okay for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I, I've seen
2: those because that's how, you know, I, I I got to know about your podcast because I've seen those small mm-hmm. clippings of those conversations yeah. and it's a, it's a very good uh, idea. It's a off,
3: good, yeah.
2: Right.
1: Thank you so much. And if people want to find you, uh, you know, your blog you already mentioned, uh, anything that extra that you want to mention, your website, your Instagram, your socials, uh, you can listen down. Yeah,
2: we, we are available as in our website is thetastesofindia.com. That is thetastesofindia.com. And, uh, you know, our podcast is there as well. And our podcast is pretty much there on almost all, almost all the, the podcasting platforms. Thanks to some of these initial uh, you know, podcasting um, as in companies that, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, partnered with us to right. to distribute the podcast. So we are pretty much available on all the uh, the, the platforms. But the Taste of India is also available on uh, Instagram and everywhere. The handle is the same. It is the tastes of India. So you can find us on Instagram. We are there on Pinterest. Uh,
3: we face... are also on, available on Karma.
2: Right. Uh, the podcast is now available mm-hmm. on Karma 2.0 as well.
1: That's great. That's great. So, so guys, uh, you heard them and definitely I will list everything down in the uh, description below. So you can definitely go and check them out. And thank you so much Dilip and thank you so much for coming on to the show. Okay. It really means a lot. It was really fun. And uh, seeing as a power couple, it's just maybe it's like, wow, it's, it's really nice. I will definitely uh, uh, hang this as my one of my <laughs> best moments <laughs> as seeing it. So definitely thank you so much. And uh, guys, you can connect with them uh, anywhere on social and I'll see you the next episode. Thank you so much. Thanks.
0: ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to today's episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you have any questions about podcasting then dm jb digitally on instagram or send her a message on linkedin at jeffrey DJ. if you're a brand or individual who requires micro content creation services then you can also reach out to jeffrey as well